0: Welcome to Yelling About Pattaya. I am Carl Hess. With me as always, Joel Miller.
1: And we're,
0: we're back from a brief hiatus. Look, we're, we're busy. We have stuff going on. I mean, I'm busy. I, I'm,
2: you're saying I'm not busy? I'm, I'm saying that maybe you and Brooks Whelan could stop doing a little bit of uh, hiking and maybe focus more on the task at hand.
0: Look, That's just because it. I have an active, healthy lifestyle does not mean you have to degrade how I spend my days. And I just feel like there's a lot of Brooks in it. Like, uh, one no. thing that I've uh, that I was focused on that uh, went really well last week was a moose boosh. Obviously, it was super fun. Great time. Uh, we all had a great time. We ate some burgers. We had some beach. Shout out, out to uh, Chris Kroner of Kroner Burger and Steve Sampson. I still have Steve's uh, champagne saver. So Steve, you're sh-
2: not getting it back, Steve.
0: You'll hear the story later <laughs> on this podcast. But I ended up with a sword. Sometimes you just end up with a sword. Meh. No, I will give it back to him because I'm a gentleman. A but gentleman like, doesn't steal another gentleman's saber. But if you black out and end up with a sword, it's a little more telling than just being like, yeah, it was an event night and I t- somebody loved the sword. I woke up with a goddamn cavalry saber halfway in my ass. I, I, woke, good up night.
2: With a, I woke up it was with a, a good severed night. head in one hand, a sword in the other hand, and in between, a lot
0: of questions. Mm. Bump, bump, law and order. I, I saber went, unit. I, <laughs> law and order Perone unit um yeah thanks to everyone at melody for having all those perones we had a good time spreading awareness uh if you want to come to the next show follow at amuse la on instagram we got chefs we got comedians we got joel doing the perone we got me do- doing do the perone. We, okay perones <laughs> We're are happening, champagne man. bottles uh my shirt was soaked in wine, when I went to sleep, woke up totally fine. That's the miracle of white wine. You don't you don't pour on a red wine unless you're a fucking Spaniard, right? But only if you had Spaniards. Red
2: wine on you, it still would have
0: you still would have woken up with your shirt dry. Well, it would have been stained. Stained with happiness. Stained with fucking good times. Yeah, there you tears go. of joy. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was super fun. So thanks everybody that came out. Good yeah. to see some listeners. Another out there. sellout. Another sellout. Another we had sellout. a good time. Literally standing room only. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we did. And, um, you know, shout out to Steve Sampson's pizza because, you know, everyone talks about Rosa Blue, but I still feel like super fine pizza, his little pizza window next to Rosa Blue, it's a little under the
2: radar. I feel like if Steve had like a Roberta's style setup, like not the one in LA, but like one like the one in Brooklyn. Right, with the, patio, like the patio, natural like, wine. It
0: would, just be, it would just fucking crush because that pizza is the best pizza I've had in LA. I feel like that little, so Rosa Blue is in like... I guess it's the fashion district, but they're trying to make it, they call it City Park South. C- City Market City South. Market South. Yeah. So they're kind of like trying to make it into like a bustling, developed neighborhood. And it probably will be in like five years. But sure. B- beyond like Dama and that coffee shop right there, there's not much in that immediate vicinity. There's Al Weiss suit shop. Al Weiss. Go to get a suit. <laughs> Leave with a smile. That's, that's where you got your suits for your
2: wedding? That's where I got my suits for anything, <laughs> baby. Shout out to Al.
0: Shout out to Al Weiss, man. Yeah. Uh, but you know downtown's really pockety these days, so it's like. Of course. Beyond, so I, I still feel like Superfine's on the radar. So if you're listening to this and you're in LA, go eat some pizza, at fucking Superfine. You it's should. some of the best pie in town. Get a tub of Chico, I would say, and we're going to talk further That's with Steve it. on that soon. Um, exciting news for you! You're going to New York. I am opening. Easter? Whoa! Eh? No. Nope, okay, nope, folks. Nope, I'm nope. jumping the gun a little bit. No, 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 no. You're going to New York for business reasons. I'm going to New York. Hey, for, look, I gotta talk to a guy in Long Island City about something. I gotta talk to him about. I gotta okay. Ta- I got. I gotta go to New York. Maybe to uh, talk to a guy
2: about I I gotta go see a guy about a and horse. Then maybe we'll talk to some other guys about more things. But like, we're we're going to New York. Me and my business partner, we're Dave. We're going to New York, but we're um we're there for for reasons that are hopefully going to be conducive to Mm. uh, expansion, let's say. But but the real reason is to eat, right? As one does. Why go to another city? Visit your parents? Nah, fuck that shit. I'm going to go to (laughs) eat. I'm going to eat, man.
0: I'm going to eat. Well, I am very jealous. You guys have a very ambitious itinerary, though, which you have to have. We... The you have limited time. There, no, the nights that we're there,
2: the day, or days and nights that we're there, we have at least three lunches per day okay. and three dinners you got, per
0: got. You're going to have to do a triple lunch, triple din sitch.
2: Yeah. There's no other no, way to this do is, it. This is going to be diners, drive-ins, and dives, but like, <laughs> Oh, you know. also,
0: I don't think we've recorded since I learned this. We're going to have a moment of silence on the pod. Whatever you're doing, even if you're driving. Did guys? Even if you're working. No. Almost as bad. <laughs> Thank God. Almost as bad there's been a death in Flavortown. Guy Fieri's original restaurant, Texas Javi's, in Santa Rosa, California, has closed. <sighs> it's, hard to, it's, hard. it's a blow. It's a blow to the whole Flavortown family, of which to, we're
2: an extended part of. I'm still trying to process this at least five seconds after knowing. like this is I have known time.
0: for a week, and I'm still in mourning. By the Let's way, just, I've actually been there. You have not. I've seen it. I drove by. No, you drove by. It looked cool. It there was, a, I believe, there's a cowboy riding a koi catfish, fish. koi, koi fish. fish, koi fish. God, only, only guy. Let's just have a, a moment of silence. All mm. right. Well, I was gonna get a bugler it's, to play taps, taps, but uh, I couldn't find one affordable. I'm a guy in a coat in the corner. Who's <laughs> that guy with the bugle? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna rent the guy they use for cop funerals with the bagpipes. I imagine every cop funeral has a guy playing And it bagpipes. has to be raining. If it's not raining, you can't bury a cop.
2: Oh, you can't bury cop. They just anybody. stack the cop
0: bodies until yeah, the rain no, comes no, and they sorry, put them no, in the sorry, ground. Like the
2: moment that you go to a plot, all of a sudden, <laughs> torrential. They downtime. turn on the rain
0: machine. They get the helicopter up there. Yeah, it's a torrential. They get the LAPD helicopter. airship to dump some buckets out. I didn't know that that happened. Hit the well. backpipe. Yeah, so Tex Wasabi's R.I.P. guy, I hope you're all right. If you want to talk about it on the pod, open invitation. Obviously, standing invitation. Yeah, oh, if you no. want to come, come on, come here. you want to come on and talk I, about I've, it. I've met you, man. We've shaken hands, and you've actually given
2: me quite a bit. You won his me. show. I won his show. You won his show. You're a former pro- show protege. Protege, one might say. Listen, I don't want to go that. Far, okay, all you know. right. Uh, friend, good, good, close friend. Where you know what? Honestly, like I send
0: him uh, Christmas a Christmas card everywhere. That's all, that's all you gotta
2: say, and i don't get and it's never return. been returned
0: and it's never been returned but but you know he's i busy. feel like he's a busy guy he's a busy guy. he's a busy guy uh so r.i.p to tex um but that is exciting and i and you know I, I wanted to just talk about your new york itinerary real quick because i'm i'm gonna live vicariously through you as one does as you eat your way through the big apple as one does how, ma- how many days do you have how, how many days are you talking four days wow that's you gotta pack it in I'm
2: packing it in First of all I'm cr- always packing it in You look, you look svelte my friend right? well, You look I'm lean
0: not. You look mean
2: I did, I did run did I want miles, make a machine? I did run three miles On a treadmill today Look at you At Planet Fitness Where there are No fucking like people Giving you shit And, and, and what is it No Planet, excuses Planet it's Fitness it's, it's a low judgment zone It's not like Equinox.
0: Equinox, a lot of hierarchy, unspoken looks. Equinox is basically the
2: antithesis of what Planet Fitness (laughs) is. It's basically like, yeah, you're on fucking blast, dude. (laughs) You know, like there's like a guy sitting in a room with like a camera on everyone that walks in. And he's just like, Fat. Fat. All right. All right. Nice. <laughs> nice. There's like Fat. a bouncer Fat. not
0: letting people Fat. in.
2: No, that, that's what I I'm imagined. trying to get in, in to get office.
0: in better shape. Well, you start a Planet Fitness, and when you're hot, you come here. Exactly. That's
2: and that's what I imagine. And and honestly, to be fair, let's there is nobody hot at Planet Fitness. Oh, by the way, sure, sure. Yeah, but you're working on it. We're all doing it. We're all best. working on it. You know. Yeah. We all feel like we 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 are 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 trying.
0: Right. You're on the road. It's a journey.
2: Yeah, journey yeah. of a thousand yeah, miles. Yeah, yeah. you're
0: all on the same journey. You're all travelers on the same road. A single step, and also <laughs> on the treadmill. No to the hot dog cart. Literally, oh, right oh my god, they know where to park it. You know what's the weird? motherfucker knows you know where, where to park about it. Planet Fitness He's is like is that, these like, fucking there, guys. There
2: are signs in Planet Fitness, and it says like, um, beyond like, it no says, "Don't go sign. to that hot dog cart outside." Don't no, encourage him. No, no. Basically, it's like, hey, on the first Monday every month, we have pizza. What? Free pizza. And then what? on the. No, and then no. on the, No! I've swear to God. And then on the first Tuesday in the morning, just bagels and cream cheese. No, there's not. A hundred fucking percent. Alright, well, first I, of all, I, that, I, look that, I look at that and I'm just like, that doesn't seem like it's helping your customers. Alright, first of all, that rules. I, I Shout mean, out to Planet Fitness. I, I, I've been a member for seven Raising eight months, morale. But I've never partook. I've seen it as I leave, because I go it, Early in the morning, that's wild. But I've never been like, hey, you know what's, you know what, it sounds great after I've ran for like (laughs) six miles. Eating, like, four slices of Papa John's pizza. You gotta, is it Papa John's? It's I, probably, honestly. I can't imagine that. I
0: don't know if it's, like, good.
2: I think the bagels Once are... Once Papa uh, John
0: got fired for like saying no the N-word, are. they got, like, a special deal. They're like, look, you guys are on hard times. So you Give us a, give us some gym pizza. We'll give you a good, lucrative group deal. Papa John is so frightening to me. He looks, <laughs> he looks like one of the real housewives of New York, but, like, a guy. If there was a major CEO who was definitely going to say the N-word on a conference call, it was Papa John. There, yeah. was, there was really no question about it. Is he
2: the CEO? I don't really not know. Not anymore.
0: <laughs> he's been ousted. He has been ousted.
2: Everyone just calls him John now, and he right. does not like He goes, like call that. me
0: fucking Papa. He's like, God, I, I wish... I still was- have controlling stake in this company. I mean, he's like, I wish... All right, I John.
2: Really- I really missed 2017. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was on top of the fucking world. I was on top of the pizza game. And it's like, no, you The Colonel first. can say it. Why can't I? The one thing I will say about Papa John's that I do
0: appreciate is that they have a like a garlic dipping sauce for their See, pizza. See, here's the thing. We, we were actually talking about this the other day. He literally went into a crowded fast food pizza market and fucking flourished solely on the basis of that garlic dip. But smart. And adding those little pepperoncinis in there. That That's was smart. key. Remember That's when smart. you were a kid and you were like... There's garlic butter in the box. Yeah. We're, we're suckers. We're easily
2: led. Oh, we're and Papa all, John we're all, knew that. We're all lemmings. I, I would follow him off a cliff if he wasn't so freakishly
0: weird looking. But you know what? Giving a dipping sauce with fast food pizza is actually great. Because you get down to that crust. The crust itself is terrible.
2: But like most people are just like are, like are on the ranch
0: kick. You know? I mean, people like Yeah, ranch. but do places send ranch free with pizza? You got to ask. Uh, but they will. Yeah. That's the thing. I like dipping a crust in ranch, but when you're dipping every bite of pizza in ranch, I feel like you may have gone too far. See, here's the thing.
2: You know what I would do if I had a pizza place? Instead of ranch, I would just do blue cheese.
0: Honestly, it's better with it's better.
2: It's better with, on salad. Like, when's the last time you had a wedge salad and you're like, no, 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 no. I don't want blue cheese. Yeah. Give me some ranch. Never. You're right. You're right. Blue, blue cheese, cheese is
0: it's superior in every way. Extremely.
2: Because it's a little funky. Yeah. It's 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 the skin if ranch is planet fucking if ranch
0: of is, dressings if ranch is planet fitness blue cheese is equinox No, no, no. Blue yes. Che- no. It's the elite. of dressing. No, dressings. It, no,
2: it, it, no, because it's oh, like you
0: still it, saying it's for the everyman
2: it's still. Blue fun- cheese is for the people? Of course it is, because blue cheese runs the gamut. Yeah, but- You have Roquefort Four and Gorgonzola and all this mm. stuff, but you still got that, like, blue cheese crumbles that come in a bag, you don't know where they're from, and it's basically, it's just fucking moldy cheese. It's honestly an experiment gone wrong
0: <laughs> that people have just been like, fuck it, I'll eat it, I don't give a shit. You're right, bag cheese is for the people. It's for the people. It's the most, uh, like, proletarian food stuff, a bag Equinox- of cheese.
2: Econauts dressing would be like a raspberry vinaigrette. You're right. Yeah, okay, thank you're, you. right. you're right. Thank that you was you a bad much.
0: comparison. Thank you very much. But I, I do think, look, I am not anti ranch dipping, but like. I am. You go to the Midwest, they're dipping every bite of pizza. It's like, get better pizza. If you have to dip every bite of your pizza in ranch, it's probably bad pizza. I probably. mean, I, I
2: ordered a whole pie from Prime Pizza the other day. Came to my did house. Did you need to dip it in ranch? No, of course not. I ate it like a fucking champ. And I was happy. I didn't you need know, do shit. You
0: know, Prime is good. Shout out to Prime. I feel like Prime might... Uh, underrated, actually. Are they underrated? I think so. They have two locations. They've expanded. They're doing well. Right, but like, who doesn't have... like? And those big, guys own Kofax as big well, one. right? Mama and Papa's Pizza has multiple locations. Dude, I went to a screening at fucking ICM headquarters in Beverly Hills. Ooh. And then they were, they were like, we have pizza in the reception afterward. They bring the big one? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. They got Big Mamas and Papas. It's not good. No, it's, it's not It's just good. like the size of this table. If you don't know, Big Mamas and Papas has a pizza that's like literally... 72 s- inches or something? It's like four feet by five feet. Right. It's like, you know, like the door. They,
2: but they have like a car that delivers it to you. I, and, I didn't see the car. No, okay. So, a but, pizza mobile? So the ca- no, but it's not... It's a, like a hearse. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. It's not, let's say, a pizza hearse. It's like... Basically, like it's like, a pizza it, it's a like if you took a regular ten-inch pizza or a sixteen-inch pizza and put it on like a little like a like a remote-controlled car and sent it. It's a like. Fiat or a smart car that it's has a the roof that it has a specialty rack attached to okay. it. How to have I not seen this? You.
0: How have I not seen this driving around Los Angeles? You how is don't go this out not, enough! How is this not an LA landmark? You are not going out <laughs> enough. This is like the the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile of sorry, the Pizza World. But
2: they don't deliver this shit to Hail Mary and they don't deliver it to Bandini. Hmm. So basically, your area, your your triangle, if you will, <laughs> does not re,
0: does not have a big uh. mama's and papa's car. Being a little bit, you gotta go to a suburb, man. I, you have my number, clearly. Can you imagine what power move it would be if you were in a bar and or just ordered one of those and was like, "Hey, everyone,
2: look what I got." I think it's a twenty-four hour thing, too. Is so it like it's? You would have to go to that bar the next day with the notion of being like. I'm gonna Oh, own. it's a 24 no. hour in advance. Yeah, I yeah, thought you advance. it was
0: available 24 no, 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 no. hours It's, it's the 24 clock. hours
2: in advance. So you'd have to be like, I'm going to Bandina tomorrow. Mm. Whoa, whoa, wouldn't it be funny whoa, whoa, whoa. if I ordered a pizza there? Hold on. Ring! Big mamas and papas, I have something to do tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Let, let me uh, can you pencil me in for a giant pizza car delivery? <laughs> Thank you. It's out of business. I, I
2: was like my my uh, my my mom, one of her like friends, told me like when I went to visit them like a couple months ago was t- was telling me that like her that she her daughter had like a one-year anniversary uh, her 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 anniversary i guess her marriage right. anniversary and they, they got did, big mamas and, they and, got, and they got big mamas and papas it's, it's a power move feeds and, a lot of people and and and, the, and she was like i didn't know that they showed up in a small little clown car Can't believe with a that. gigantic caravan of pizza plopped on all top right of so it. then
0: how do they carry it do they have two guys in the clown car do they get out? And then how did they carry that box? One man cannot I mean, fucking carry right,
2: that box. All right. First of all, I think that you could take that up with like Dolph Lundgren and he could be like, I could take this fucking pizza. Oh, well, yeah. If we're talking Dolph obviously Dolph you could say that about anything I feel like you could t- you'd have to it, you'd, it would be like one of those ladies that carries baskets on their head you know right like, right like, and it's then, like they, a load
0: barrier then, yeah and like
2: you just kind of like walk and you like
0: hold it in a certain it's way it's like she's carrying water for the whole village they're carrying pizza for the whole village can you imagine village. if you took that piece out and it fell oh my it must how have happened it must have happened
2: of course you, but these are the real stories on CNN Fox <laughs> News you don't hear about we need to interview a big mama's and papa's delivery person I would, I would love to I'd be like He's how like, hard he, is your job yeah and I, I dropped
0: like, it on the ground at a Bachelor party in 1986, a fist fight broke out. I barely got out with my life. He'd be like, he'd look
2: like Monty Burns and be like, wow <laughs> I've seen a wh- lot of where'd, shit. Where'd you get that hump from? Be like, I've just been carrying <laughs> fucking like 70-inch pizzas. I've
0: been carrying big mamas and pappas for 20 years, kid. My vertebrae is so compacted.
2: He he takes like a drag of a fake cigarette, yet somehow smoke <laughs> comes out of his mouth. It's just like, in my lungs what permanently.
0: That clown car is so small, it's full He's of like, smoke. He's like, I'm also a coal miner. So. <laughs> I went from the coal... Only, only high-danger professions can handle this. It's us. It's oil rig workers. Live lion forces. wranglers. Yeah, exactly. Snake snake handlers. <laughs> it's a dangerous game out there in that clown car. You,
2: you, don't, you don't know how hard it is. I imagine actually delivering pizzas is not, is not the safest job. No, not at all. How many times do you think that someone has like mugged a pizza
0: person? I mean, it happens. Specifically for pizza. And I think that sometimes they forget they have money on them. Or you just you're out in the snow and the rain and in the inclement elements and then no one tips you rem- that's the real hazard i remember i was up in big bear one year this is like 15 years ago
2: and and it, it was a blizzard and we ordered a domino's pizza for like it right. was like a few domino's and they were pizzas. like come on no, man no, no 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 they weren't like that they were like all right and so right cuz it's they, domino's so, and they're fucking professional and they're, they're fucking professionals and they drove out there and they called us like a quarter mile away and the snow was probably like less than knee deep but that's still that's, that's, that's a lot. That's, an, that's a lot. So we had to meet them halfway. See, in that's like good, though. 20 to, but they still fucking said yes. They said yes to the Here's to the, the
0: heroes. Liberty. Here's to the heroes.
2: Seriously, like, way to go. Uh, that, was, that was very impressive. And I hope you gave them a good impressed. tip. Oh, no, we were all like, 2021. That's, no. 20, <laughs> that's <laughs> awful. That's the
0: thing. <laughs> the, the, the big hazard is delivering to stone, was like, stone, stone college kids who have no money and, and think it's okay not to tip. And then you're just like, fuck. I don't know. I take a very, like, uh, reservoir dogs-like thing to tipping. So there are certain
2: things that I'm just like, I don't tip.
0: Working in the food industry, that's insane to me. I totally get it.
2: All right. Well, what situations are you talking about? If I go and I get a coffee that's not a made coffee. If I say, give me just, like, a coffee. I want a coffee. Right. Right? A drip coffee. A drip coffee. If they have to pull an espresso shot, you have to tip. and, And they just go, and they use one finger to put some liquid into a cup
0: and they tip, hand it to you me you gotta tip something no I don't would you not tip a bartender who poured you a beer out of a tap all he's doing is pulling a lever I feel like social convention
2: conveys that you have to do that but honestly if a, what's if a bar- the difference between coffee and beer okay but here's the thing Let's He's say, doing work. Let's he walked say, over say, and poured the cup. Let's say. I, let's say. Okay. Yes. Wow. He's doing life changing. work. That's a tip. That's what it is. Don't, they don't. have a living wage. Oh god. Our, well, our, we could we could discuss the living wage thing until well, the cows it's come a run. bad system. Obviously, Tipping's Well, a no, bad every, system. Every, no. First of all, everything is a bad system. Sure, but. But the belief that a, there should be a minimum for people that just make minimum and for a minimum that people get tipped and there is zero gray area in between, that is flawed. And I don't believe in that. That's why well, I don't care about the person that's giving me a little sh of coffee and I don't I don't tip them shit. Why is it? It doesn't – I don't know. It just doesn't fucking bother me. What do you mean it doesn't bother you? It doesn't bother me because I don't think they did anything outside the scope of what they were – but what's the difference do. between that and a bartender pouring a, tip for a new be, beer? Tip should tip should be allocated to people that that are going above and beyond to provide service.
0: Mm. It just it just means to I, ensure prompt service. I, mm. You don't
2: tip, you might not get that coffee that fast. Okay, but that's the thing is that like, do you expect to get a drip coffee that fast? Or do you expect, like, hey, I want a caramel cappuccino with a well, I, I don't milk. order that fucking well, shit, well, obviously. No, exactly, you
0: don't, but people But if someone do. pulls a shot of espresso, I tip them at least a dollar. If someone pulls a shot of espresso, yeah. You're, there's weights and measurements, and there is some thought into it. You know what the problem is? Anytime a place tries to open with a no-tipping system... Like journeyman did, which is now Hail Mary. Right. the public's not, not not ready for it, so it's so entrenched well, that it's really the, hard the, to fucking. The cost is built into the price. I know, but I think but about, the people that, people aren't ready. But the, aren't ready the, great, for it.
2: the great thing about tipping is that you, as the consumer, get to choose what you decide to give to them. Yeah, but it's like they're depending on it to live. That's the problem. Yes, but, but that's the thing is that like your responsibility as a customer isn't to take care of the person that's serving. But you.
0: unfortunately in the
2: tipping system it is. No, no, no. It's not your, no. Your, if you go out, you have to go into the understanding that. That you it, have to tip 20%. No, you, first of all, no. Yes. No. What if you get, what if you go to, let's say any restaurant, any like, like sit down restaurant and you
0: get abysmal service. Well, it depends on the factor. Is it the kitchen's fault? Is it the server's fault? Are we talking about the actual no, server's no, no. fault? You, let's just What's say the problem?
2: Everyone's fault across the board. First of all, the kitchen's is fault. The they don't fault. get the, the
0: kitchen doesn't fucking get that tip that you leave them, by the way. I know, but is it's not the server's fault if my food takes 45 minutes
2: cuz they fucked up on the line? Uh, but it's also the server's fault for working at the establishment that they might know That's, food takes you more money. Can't blame them for that? First of all, it's America. I can blame anybody for anything that I want at any time. I,
0: why? Because that's the way that things are. I mean, why would you hold one poor person who's trying to make a living responsible for someone else's fuck-up?
2: First of all, I
0: don't know if they're fucking poor. I have no idea what their life is. They're
2: working as a server. You Do, do you know how many people are servers that make 80, 90 but grand I'm saying a year? Why should they suffer if someone else's fuck-up causes the food to be slow? Because you are a part of that machine. If you buy a car and the piston goes out, but your engine is running fine,
0: it's like, who cares? It's part of the same fucking
2: machine. Yeah, but
0: the different parts aren't making different amounts of money dependent on your thing. No, but different
2: parts in this specific scenario are working together cohesively to ensure a quality product. If there is one thing that does not ensure that quality product, then it is everybody's fault. It is either a lack of management or understanding or care. There, you can go to a restaurant, and nobody cares, and one server does. But how is it, how is it your responsibility to know which, which one does? How is it your responsibility to know that you I need to give them more money? I take it on a case-by-case case basis. Everybody does. I have no joke left 50 cents on a tip at why, a, at a restaurant. Because it was abysmal.
0: I mean, like, abysmal in what way?
2: In the fact that I could see what was going on. I, we asked for specific things. We never would get them. Like water, for example. Hey, can I have water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't come. Hey, can we have water? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then you see them talking to somebody over in the server station and you're like, yeah, they don't give a fuck about me. Why should I fucking care about them? You go out to eat and you spend money? You're spending money for an experience. Right. You're spending money for a reason. You don't have to spend that money. Mm. But you expect to be served in some. Well, that's some obviously kind of it's what? a case
0: by case basis. It's co- like if you see there's... a server who's like literally doesn't give a fuck and won't bring you shit that you ask. It's like sure. And but but by that same token, I have left a
2: two hundred percent tip before because service was very good. Because operating was like falling. a medieval baron over here. But it, it's, it's literally like Gladiator, where you sit there and your thumb is in the middle.
0: And then you can either raise it up or you can raise That's it down That's actually historically inaccurate. The f- closed fist was let them live. And a thumb out to the side was execution because it's a sword. Right. The thumbs up and thumbs down perpetrated by the movie Gladiator uh-huh. is historically inaccurate. And fucking Ridley Scott knew it was, but thank, he put it in anyway. Thank Charlemagne or whoever the fuck, fuck it is. Fuck you, like, Ridley Scott.
2: I don't, I don't know. I think that it's appropriate because you're already paying for the cost of goods. That's what you're paying for, right? When you go in someone somewhere and they charge you a certain amount of money, you're paying for the cost of goods sold. You're not paying for anything other than that. I think the overall point is
0: tipping's a terrible system and we need to get away no, from it. No, I don't think it is, though. I think tipping is, is it, it shows what makes a place good or bad. Now I understand why you get 7-11 coffee every day because no coffee shop wants to have you as a customer. That's not
2: true because I will gladly <laughs> go to g and pay I went there today. and 3.50 for an americano yeah. and if it's, it's a well-made and, and, and honestly and, I will tip them get it quickly. I will t- tip them a dollar because they are doing something for me that I deem personally better than the other things that I could have. When I go to a 7-Eleven, because I do, I don't tip them. First of all, there's no tip line. Well, you're serving yourself the coffee, so... No, I am, but I'm using their paper to go... You should tip yourself, Joe. I, well, I do every day.
0: I look in the mirror <laughs> and I like, go... You're like, oh my god, this coffee's so well made.
2: Listen, There's yeah, so much flavored syrup in this I coffee. Try, I tried tipping myself, and every time I gave myself $20, I thought I had $20 as a tip. But then I realized it was just my money, and that it meant nothing. So it was basically mm. just like running in a big fucking circle, mm. you know?
0: Well, uh, you know, I always try to i mean i guess having worked as a server i have sympathy for people even if they're having a tough time obviously if you're getting shitty ass service that's a completely different scenario but um you know it's tough it's tough
2: out there it's tough out there in those trenches of of, of course it's tough out there but it's tough out there for everybody yeah the
0: tipping system overall is bad and unequal and you know kind of hurts people in the kitchen as well so i think think overall we should move away from it but it's hard to do
2: it's. I don't. I don't think we should move away from it. I just think that there, there are intricacies that that are that have been within it for so long that are hard to move away from. And when you propose something that changes what it has been for a long time, that 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 fucking freaks people out.
0: Tex wasabis moved to a no tipping model, and look what happened to them. R. I. P. Tex Wasabi. R.
2: R. I. P. Wait, did you well, actually
0: eat there? I did.
2: I had a. I had a barbecue. Crispy onion tempura
0: tuna roll? That actually sounds pretty good. It wasn't. I was trying to put a positive spin it, on it.
2: I, I was, I was, I was with someone else. I was competing on Guys Grocery Games, and it films in Santa Rosa, and we went there. Oh, this and, was during. Okay. Yeah, and then we went there, and because we had the same flight back to LA. I like
0: how he's like, "Yeah, I'll do a game show if you film it next to my house." Yeah, exactly.
2: Basically, because he lives in Santa Rosa. Sure. And uh, we went there, and we had we ordered a roll and some drinks, like cocktails, and like they were like ridiculous. They were like, of course, the burning hair or like what? whatever." Come on, you. You're they have to be And then we ended up Going to this place That had like pizza And it was very very good And like some good Like booze there That was nice
0: Um Well Guy I mean come on Talk about Talk about the closure Um Open Open forum for you guy I know you have a lot to say
2: I mean I, LAX I mean you got You got Burbank on lock <laughs> got Burbank LAX is fucking Kind of ready for A highball lounge
0: LAX Man LAX it's better I, they're doing this new thing Where you can't get a, a taxi Or an Uber From the airport now You have to take a bus To a, a second location To an offsite thing That's gonna be I'm flying to New Orleans So my birthday Is on Thanksgiving this year The True. most important Eating holiday The most important Day of the year My birthday And the best eating city Outside of LA All aligning together In perfect harmony On November 28th <laughs> And I'll be there. It's like an eclipse. You just don't want to look at <laughs> right. it, but you want to be a part of it, you know? Right, exactly. You can't, it's, it's so intense, you can't stare directly at the heart of it, but like, well, well, I'll be well, there. You, you know, you, you will be there. And, well, guess, and guess where I'm flying to New Orleans from? Fucking Burbank International Airport. So you're going to stop by that highball lounge. You know I will. And I will toast Texas wasabis.
2: You're going to get like a like a mayonnaise highball, you know? <laughs> yeah just give me that like, give me that fucking milkshake oh my be like, god yeah, that's, that's vodka
0: and mayonnaise and oh soda water boy. and they would be like yeah i fucking really? care i thought it was an egg cream sir that's a mayonnaise based <laughs> yeah, they're cocktail. gonna call they're gonna call, tell you it's nog <laughs> oh god you know i've actually come around to nog. we're getting into the holiday season you know before we know can't, it we'll be in the thick get, of can't it. get on board i had it's like it's like it's like gentile gefilte fish like, did you ever I, get into white russians when big lebowski was popular because I feel like once you're into white Russian, the nag is right. It's the next step. Right. But that's the thing is like, have you ever gotten to not like, have you ever gotten to like white Russians
2: when the big boss was popular? Yeah, man. I remember wanting to drink alcohol when I was 19 years old. Totally. But like then you grow up and you're like, yeah, this is terrible. I'd rather drink wine. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, sure. I understand Paul Giamatti and Sideways way more than I understand the dude in the Big Lebowski now. <laughs> that, that's called matur- maturity. It's called maturity, yeah, That's man. called
0: maturity. I feel like I'm a mature man. That's really funny. Uh, actually, where we used to work, uh, AC Supper Club in Venice, RIP. Shout out. Where we out. first met. Shout out years ago through the mists of time. The guy who was the model for the dude would hang out there. This Venice legend, I forget his name. I think his name was Jeffrey something. It was
2: probably like
0: Deuterino or something. It was Jeffrey something. But anyway, I met him one night when we were all drunk and high, smoke like smoking weed after work. And he, I was like, "You're the fucking dude." No, I was like early twenties. Like you just got like,
2: automatically like eighteen nineties grizzled,
0: and you're like, "You're the fucking you're the dude, fucking dude, man." He was a cool guy. He's hanging out with him. How
2: her. could he not? If he's if he's like modeled for like the dude, how is he not cool?
0: Shout out to he's probably that guy's probably dead. Let's you
2: be like, honest, you, that guy's you, fucking dead. It's like you meet him and he's just like a fucking like right. Nazi, and you're just like what? How? Oh God. I don't understand a what happened.
0: He's a cool guy. He's a Republican though. Very weird. <laughs> um,
2: hey, there are cool Republicans out there, by the way. I don't know about that. That's, well, agree to disagree. Ellen DeGeneres just down with George W. Bush. And I'm not going to lie, I'd like to hang out with the guy that went to Yale and got C's all year. That sounds like fucking fun. He probably can shotgun a beer better Dude, than me. Dude, he's
0: sober now. He's no fun to hang out with. Bullshit. You read
2: every... You would listen to everything you read in... We're the,
0: anti-war criminals on this podcast. And uh,
2: Breitbart... Yeah, uh,
0: Obama b- was a war criminal. So. I'm anti-Obama. Well, there you go. Well, speaking of delicious beverages, I think, uh... It is an effortless segue to our guest today. Barack Obama. Not a Republican. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, war criminal Barack, Barack Obama. Obama. <laughs> uh, tell us about Drone Strikes. Uh, no, he is uh, a man of delicious drinks. Uh, 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 a, pro- a, a professional man of drinkery. A jaunty fellow. Uh, he joined us at uh, this the Moves Boo show, and it was very fun, and he's joining us right now. Our guest today is Doug Swim. Uh, sales manager of Amy Atwood Selections One of the right. coolest natural wine Importers around um, What a job Wine czar.
1: We got a wine czar in the house. First of all, czar. cheers Cheers, let's go Cheers guys yes. Thanks go. for having me Yeah, no, that's what my therapist said She's like, what do you do? I was like, I sell wine And she's like is that is that really what you do? Is right. that all like, you do? You're
0: like enough of the questions.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. we're getting really good. Get you you got to turn here. it back on her. It's like all you do is just talk to people about right. the way they feel. She's like you need to wow. cut back
0: on drinking. You're like that's my job.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's my like, job, just, woman. Just one
0: aspect of the sure.
2: Are you are you drunk again? Are you here drunk again? I was at work.
0: Well, what do you want from me? I did want to say this because we were just talking about Raw before we started recording. And Raw is a natural wine fair that started, I think, in London then Berlin and Paris and then and New York right. and now in L.A. And it's third year, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blackout Fest 2019. The first year I went and I, I, you know, I was kind of new to wine. And I was like, I don't really spit. I feel weird with the spit bucket. I was like, I'll be fine. I go in there. You know, and every table has like five, six, and even ten wines. Well,
1: did you maybe feel like you were insulting the winemaker? But, but, but you well, know, I like, just hey, I just feel weird spit. have a spitting. a spit bucket, and every I know, but there's a lot Luke, of crowds,
0: man. and I didn't spit. And like by five p.m., I was just like fucking hammered. So last year, my my strategy was the sip. Because they pour about two ounces for the sample. So I would sip, get a nice taste, then I would dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sip and dumped all last year, made it through the whole fest and three after parties. So the sip and dump
1: is my move this year. What does the pros do, though? I, I've discovered for myself, I'm about 30 wines before it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're not going to... You hit the plateau. You, you, you just your palate. I think everybody's palate has a different... You get palate fatigue. Yeah, it's a real thing. A palate. I view the palate as a muscle. Some of them have born with a gift. Some of them have to train it. Sure. Some of them can jump and dunk right away. Some of them will never after touch the room. Right. I'm not talking from personal experience. <laughs> right. You're like, I can dunk.
2: You're a tall guy. Still can't dunk. You can't 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 dunk. dunk. I mean, I'm training for Raw 2022
0: right now. (laughs) I'm I'm always in training for Raw. I'm always in training for Raw.
1: But no, I really view the palate in that manner, and sometimes you'll be in front of people that will say they have no experience and no background, and they'll, you know, you'll ask them what you you, you think of the wine, and they'll literally recite the back of a label or something, and so there's some intrinsic... Right. This is
2: from Willamette in 2020, and it's uh, it's honey that's, with that's an a little pear question, on though. the back. You like, are the new sommelier yeah, exactly. of this restaurant. I,
0: here's my cup and medallion, sir. And what did you, and what did you think about that nose? they be like, my nose is very nice, and it's attached to my face right it's just an autistic savant of wine <laughs> i mean that's i did want to ask about this though because like as someone who's like getting into wine in recent years you see these people who are very experienced at tasting mm-hmm. and they clearly have very well developed palates and i think there's like um an aspect of intimidation when you're kind of newer to wine like oh this person gets it more than me they could taste it better than me Like, what do you think about training the palate? Is it just experience? Is it just trying a breadth of wines? Or can you actually train your palate to pick up stuff that a lay person or a person new to wine might not get? I have
1: way too much to say about this, though. Jump on it. It's a podcast, baby. I would
2: would imagine that it's like somebody that's like a singer or whatever listens to something and you're like, I can tell what pitch they're in. Like, you can tell perfect pitch or whatever. There is something that, like, you definitely pick up on the better
1: that you are at it the more easy it is to pick up on what it is. I think some of the things that have brought me to the world of natural wine because, and, and I think natural wine with, well, not giving it any condemnation up until recently this was always a very open place to come and say I don't know anything Right. introduce me to something and have it be comfortable because I think the thing about wine just side note, one of the things I love about wine is you can, you can it's psychology, it's history, it's sure. humanities, it's, it's social. This, it's this uh,
0: intersection uh, of everything uh, so interesting. So
1: much. And you can just look at it through the lens of wine and, and and while you drink, you figure, I mean, it's fantastic. Right. You learn by drinking. Right. Which is the best. And so for me, I've always valued the multiple levels of people that approach. It's just all about being open. I mean, I grew up in Napa. I grew up a, a young kid. I mean, I'm a white guy, but I even have older white guys being like, nah, 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 man. You don't. Nah, that's wrong. Right. Right, that's, right. That's incorrect.
0: Napa obviously has strict Sure is in a hierarchy already imposed on the yes. wine world
1: from day one. But it very much last, uh, left a lasting impression on me in that when I was uh, going into the wine world as far as the hospitality aspects of things, I was super conscious of making sure to, to not dissuade people or to kind of support people, even if they were wrong. Right. Kind of give them a little bit right. of Because
0: wine can be intimidating
1: totally. to, to the new person. And I think that's what you, you see people. You, when you give people something to latch onto, when you give the average consumer like something confident, I mean, that's why Pinot was so huge. Right.
0: Because P- people are like, this is easy drinking. Right. I enjoy this. I, understand I know this. it.
1: I know what it's supposed right. to be. It's accessible. Right. And so it's really important to kind of have these reference points and stuff like that. But now, now honestly, some of that stuff doesn't even matter. We're at such a new point. We're having so many new winemakers. I was in a shop the other day selling wine, and some kid was asking about... Uh, orange skin contact sure. wine. Everybody wants that skin contact, baby. I swear to God, the dude was like 18. Right.
0: But. Good for him. He probably had it at some bar and yep. was like, I want this. I like this. Yeah. And
1: I don't know. I'm trying not to be the get off my front lawn. Sure. But it's like,
2: like listening to like Bob Dylan when you were like something and you're, like, tell me about this. Right. Exactly. This sound. I dig his crunchy, groovy sound, man. No, but it's cool. And like, seeing... you gotta fight. You gotta fucking figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I. And by the time they're out of high, out of college, you know, like they know everything or so they say. Right. But, but read
0: the liner notes. Yeah. yeah not exactly. what the
1: inspiration was. For... Read something. Read right. something. Right. <laughs>
0: I mean, I I am still, like, new to the world and obviously learning, but as someone in my mid-30s to see, like, someone who's 20 to 23 be super excited about obscure Georgian varietal quevery wine, it's, like, exciting to see young people being, like brought into this world of non-stuffy wine appreciation. Absolutely. But
2: isn't it it like exciting to see but it's also like oh, it's like slow your slow your roll man. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of other things that you need to know about wine before you get Uh, I mean I think you find what you enjoy and go from there. I don't know. I think I mean of course yeah but like you jump from one Understanding to a higher understanding and there's so much more in between that you don't necessarily understand or you haven't even considered and that's the problem is that when you jump from one thing to the other thing saying like I don't like this but I really like these yeah. things there's so much more information that you're kind of like
1: that is lost I kind of agree. I've kind of been said said lately in a, in a very you know jokingly way, not too serious, but like there's some people skipping some steps and just going right to the the, the cool stuff. But but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to, you know, I want to encourage these people to be part of this world and kind of dip into it and not not kind of, you know, like, hey man, I think you need to have a, you know, you need to have a burgundy from the city. Right, exactly. Like ground in your basics, bro. yeah, Yeah, and you know, it's something, as I'm getting older, I, I got to make sure we're aware that we, we sure. can learn from them, and you and, have to pass the knowledge down to the yeah. youngsters. Like I'm gonna be it's like, the learned elder. Here's a cab from '98 now. What do you fucking
0: know about it? Drink it, drink it, drink it. Taste it on the back of drink your tongue. The back back buttery Boy. shard that was
2: popular in 2001. <laughs> right.
1: Then you know my struggle. <laughs> well, it's like these motherfuckers never had a hangout, hey, uh, hangover. Sorry. Right. That's exactly. Like, exactly. The kids a
0: got it too easy. <laughs> What do you know about sulfites? I would wake up with sulfites coming out of my eyes. My have you day, ever drank a
2: case of Yellow Tail and then woken up not knowing where you were? People
0: don't even know it. Yeah, they, they, there's 22 year olds that don't even know what Yellow Tail is. It's so funny though. Like Pathetic. I think about like, like I have always like enjoyed drinking and enjoyed wine, and I think about the, all the wine I would drink in college, and it was so bad. But like I still got. A, like enough enjoyment from it that when I actually found good wine, it was like this total sea change. I mean, I feel like a lot of people who drink in college and then come into being an adult drinker in yeah, whatever it, world it, of craft it, it cocktails was, or natural wine. It was bad, wine, but you pretended it was good. <laughs> no, I mean, I just I I derived enjoyment out of it. I knew
2: it was bad. I, I really like this Syrah from Trader Joe's. You know, I mean, we were drinking two buck chuck
0: all the time. I was drinking <laughs> just, Carlo just, Rossi. Well,
1: just the fact that you were drinking wine. Well, top of the line wine, Carlos Rossi is. Very I don't think shitty. I don't
0: think we were drinking the top of the line. I was drinking the Italian peasant family size vat that you would get for three dollars. Top line wine. Shout out to E forty. What's up, homie? Shout out. Great. Shout out, bro. E yeah. forty opens. An also, open standing to come on the pod, Mister Forty.
1: Oh, that'd be great. So he he makes wine too. You're know? gonna come in like a literally every hat. musician
0: either every musician and actor either owns a booze company or has a winery like Metallica. Fucking uh, the guy from Tool, oh, that's right. Metallica. fucking Ryan Reynolds. Hey, you know, Manfred
1: actually makes pretty. He makes. I heard that, <laughs> and actually he stomps he... all the grapes himself. Well, no, he completely revitalized this old. Um, venue shout out to right? Mister.
0: Keenan yeah, yeah, yeah James no, Keenan did great yeah. yeah never been a big tool guy but I appreciate a good wine
1: Jesus wants his whistle but, you know
0: with, I'm not, Is that a song no, Jesus uh, wants
1: his, okay
2: tool kidding. is by the way awful <laughs> just putting it out there and their new record is
0: trash they, okay Okay. Joel has strong feelings about Tool, which I don't.
1: Let's I don't share not that. taste
2: the wine, then. I've I've never liked you pull, Tool, You pull, and you pull the major James, <laughs> James <came laughs> out of here. This
0: so uh, Doug rolled in with his. You've been you've been going around today doing your tastings, yeah, 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 and yeah. you brought uh, this is around seven six bottles. A murderer's row. If yeah, you will, this is a nice lineup.
1: That. So this is pretty typical. I'll roll around with a handful of bottles, knock on doors, ask if you want to. You're like a traveling salesman, really. Well, I you're the new Avon lady. Like, no joking aside, it's... ma'am. I'll
0: give you five minutes and I'm going to wow ya! She's like, oh, come in. My husband's at work. Oh, this yeah, this yeah. is basically the Ginsu knives of the here and now. Ma'am, give
1: me a shoe. I'll cut it in half and you'll be sold. I take uh, great pride in, in uh, wine salesmen and hookers. We're, we're arguably the <laughs> oldest professions. Right, exactly. Um, con- I'm assuming the wine sales It's so hard for you to really tell
0: the difference between the two. It's well, really, I thought
1: it was the same job. You know what's funny? I, I went to Pompeii
0: last summer and the two things that are immediately recognizable are the brothel, And the wine bar, and you're like, there's that, and there's yeah, yeah. that. This has been going on for a long time, baby. Often very
1: close to very close very to close each to other. But these these look amazing, by the way. Tell us about these. Yes, yeah, so these are great wines. I mean, just real quick, we have the Du Mortier, Bron de Foy, Chenin Blanc from Loire. We have the Stiliano Great Mother Vidiano, 21 days skin contact from Crete. Beautiful. Ooh, Couple Crete. wines from Swick, Joey Swick up in Oregon. Shout out, Joe, to Sh- Swick. out to Mr. Joe. Swick. Also, I think it should
0: be noted that we were just talking about Lebowski, and one of these wines. It's called the K Hungus, which is a re- which is a reference to Carl Hungus, Correct. the actor in the
1: porn in Big Lebowski. Yeah. Log jamming,
0: folks. Log
1: jamming. There is a little bit of moment of disappointment when you're taking these wines around and you say K Hungus and you're. And, no and, and no one knows. And no one, one fucking it. knows. Like you, there's like two that there's get it. T- and yeah, yeah. Well. And they
2: look
0: at you and but you can't talk about it because like someone <laughs> else is there and you're just well, like, no, alright, no, yeah. Do people, when you go into a restaurant and taste people on these wines, do they expect you to drink with them? Is that industry standard? Well, I mean, you're driving around. We don't
1: drink. Right, right. We taste. taste. We taste. Taste. We spit, first of all. Sure. But. Uh, no, there's no other way to get through this town driving all day than just drinking all throughout the right. day. you have I'm to. I'm completely joking. You have joking. to. Folks, you 100% have 100% <laughs> a lie. So, he- Do tri-
0: not drink and drive. He drives a yellow Subaru uh, Impreza. <laughs> yes. We the are license anti- license DUI Anti-war criminal Anti-DUI Usually yeah, smoke
1: Podcast. coming from the
2: windows <laughs> You know me bro This guy's um, getting Fucking <laughs> puffed <laughs> The magic dragon
1: For bro. me Me personally I taste uh, The very first tasting of the day Just to okay. ensure the wines right. are- Just to
0: wake up Just to take the edge off just A little bit to Go coffee Wine
1: <laughs> We usually do about Three four cups And then about Four glasses uh. And that's living in LA folks Sure there it is No but you taste through it Just so you know The wines are in the condition That you want to present them in And make sure you're doing right By the winemaker That's one of the things Sure
0: if, if it's a corked Bottle or right.
1: a bottles ba- ah, tasting right. off. Which that's happens. the other thing
0: about natural wine that's really interesting to me is because these are living wines. Yes. like they drink different on different days.
1: It can oh, be affected so by fun.
0: microclimates and all these different things. And a one a one degree
2: temperature variance will fuck something up. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, well, going back to the earlier point of like. Um, trying to get people introduced to introduce them and that's something that's really hard to get people to grasp is when you pop this bottle that first sip more likely not will taste completely different than last sip and it's oxygen coming in there it's sure. reactivating some of the bacterias it's having yeah. some of it's just it's living wine as you said yeah, and living so, wine from that context I don't know it becomes a much more fun endeavor if you kind of just open up and, and detach yourself from the The things you know and just kinda I mean really what it comes down to, I was gonna make a point earlier, but it's like these people that learn these terms. There is this beautiful circle of people like Mercer Ross and Alice Firing and the shops that they go into, like Lou and Domain LA and Sterlake. Shout out to all them. Yeah, they get they learn these things and so it's it is this weird thing where I'm not just a wine salesman. I'm an educator. Damn right, you're a I'm, storyteller, uh, I'm a bro. Storyteller. Yeah. So my therapist is spot on. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I'm not. I'm not just a professional drinker. I'm actually a storyteller. And H- his therapist is just him yeah, talking sure in, in mirror to himself. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> holding a bottle of wine and be like, "Isn't this hammered, hammered after a terror. day of drunk driving around the city?" You're great. You know, you're a storyteller. You're good enough. You're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. Well, you you know, actually, I actually say that. (laughs) I I really love that because you you mentioned Lou, and shout out to Lou. I go to Lou all the time. Lou has uh, great tastings on the weekends, usually four to seven. Check it out. Uh, Lou's great. uh, Lou Wine Shop on Instagram. But a lot of the times, he'll have. The winemaker there, yes. pouring their wine, and then I was at one the other day, and they had like pictures from the vineyards, <laughs> and this particular vineyard, they did something where they strung the grapevines between apple trees in a very regional style in Italy. Wow! And they had all these pictures from the different slopes and the different microclimates
1: within the vineyard. So and the you, and just your average consumer coming in, are just blown well, away just by like the whole talking scope. Talking
0: about of being them. a storyteller, like they tell you about their family, they tell you about yeah. the plot, they tell you about these grapes, and it's like. You know, it sounds cheesy, but like when you connect with that story and you're tasting it, it's like, what more vital way to connect with it than, like, literally having it in
1: your fucking mouth, you know? So one of the greatest gifts of my position is, is I get to go to these places and meet these winemakers. I know. that I'm so jealous of them. And it's a really unique position as I look around at all the jobs that you can have in right. this wine industry. It's like, for some reason, I mean, look. Right. You're on top of the game, baby. But, I, I mean, I get stomped on galore. Don't sure. worry. Okay. We, we, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. We all have our things. But sure. I get to go to these places. And, yes, to your point, standing on the hills of Pignonella. Ooh. Overlooking <laughs> <laughs> Overlooking the valleys below with talk the multi, that shit. with, with the multipuziona vines hey. caressing the sloping come on hills, now. the beta cherry trees. You, you sound rosemary. like you're trying to get
2: laid in like your freshman year Who of Who says time. he's not? <laughs> Who says he's not, baby?
1: Standing on the hills. <laughs> I was overlooking a lake. And then the Adriatic breeze kept right. in now, no no mm-hmm. but for real you do get Anyway, a better come back concept. to my hostel. We'll right, talk. Yeah.
0: Anyway, well, I'm down, down at the hotel. <laughs> Uh, so, what was your last wine trip? Or tell us about probably tell us about like a wine trip that really like you know.
1: So yeah, the last one I was in Austria. Um, and we were in. Styria. Shout out to
0: fucking Mindklang
1: all day. Oh yeah, mein Klang is... has a, become a fave. So meinklang is a very special circumstance. Uh, they're more they're really important to the natural wine. I do not rep them, but I'm a huge fan right, because just a fan. They're one of the few large production um, producers right. of natural wine and they have yeah. a biodynamic
2: farm with the right. animals yes. Yes. and the, it's is all... there a point where it becomes too large though to like hold on yeah, to yeah how, how do they, they straddle they that line because it seems like when it comes to like natural wine like carl would say or like loner eventual yes. wine that there might be a threshold to things so like is there something that where where Klang, we're which is probably one of the more notable wine producers yeah. is it like getting to be a little too big yeah how do they out, of, how do they reconcile about, I think it needs to happen doing. I
1: think the origin kind of what's going on with not the origin but the, the lately what's going on with Naftor Wine it's really lent itself to the small producer and the sure. small farmer because it's right. vintner driven it's vintner driven because there, there's you know there's a handful of questions I ask the winemakers um, consistently each one I meet why do you do what you do um, what's your production and do you want to get bigger? Those are the basics and so with those three questions They will reveal a lot and there were some that would say no I don't want to get bigger happy my, where they're at. My hands are on everything. I have right. complete control This is mine and ours and my connection with nature And I mean you really can get into sure some... and then you have others that are possibly looking to Move the label in a direction of becoming a... right. They want to commercialize. They yes. want to make more money Let's, I let's,
0: let's go to Whole Foods.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and which is what my Mike clients Mike in done. Whole Foods and, that, and that's the and that's the thing is like I don't have a problem with
1: it per yeah. se. I'm just wondering like as long what, as the product stays it, good. There? So long as the product stays good, and I yeah. think this is the problem is that when you go back to mass manufacturing things and the whole right. reason natural wine is... getting away from the industrialization of wine and I think industrial you, products. I, to, I think you mentioned this to your pockets. It's like if. if not to pick on anybody, if, you know, if Norma in Oklahoma has had a Fetzer Chardonnay for the last 20 years of her life, and all of a sudden they go Fuck natural, you, right. but the season dictated a different pH and right. sugar And balance. she's like,
0: <laughs> this tastes like fucking yeah, swill.
1: this isn't the same thing. And so there is an element upon right. which the conventional wine industry does need to right. kind of have a consistent product. That's what they do. That's the whole point. Maybe just don't put so much shit, man. Sure. Just chill out bro. on that. But... For the natural wine thing, yes, it lends itself. And I don't want to get too much, but I mean, it really does kind of the socialist kind of mindset versus the capitalist mindset. Sure. And so what I've seen from most of the Europeans and even some of our domestic guys, why do you do what you do? Oh, just, I love the earth, my family. you know, yeah. My kids run through the vineyard. Yeah. I was drinking wine. Everything's making, connected. It's a holistic
0: it, approach to farming,
1: to yeah. making wine, and that lends itself to your views and other things. But wine. there's really very few uh, winemakers I have met that are doing this for... Uh, for right profit. Well, you don't sellout. get in as a small winemaker to make money because it's it's hard to make money.
0: Much like it's opening hard. a small it's restaurant, really you know, it's like the the margins are thin. You're at the mercy of nature. Like yes. there's a lot, can yeah, go but you wrong. can open
2: a large restaurant and still not make money. Your margin is also thin, and sure. because yep. of the amount amount that goes into that, so it's just what what do you
0: want to be and where do you want to go? I think, like food, a lot of smaller winemakers of course, got into it because of a passion for wine. Yes. And, and obviously, in the old world, we're talking about people whose families might have owned you know, vineyards. Right, right, and, right. And in California, it's kind of different because most people's families didn't own vineyards. So the new world, obviously, is, is a different connotation. But it's also like, if you get into making your own wine in a garage, in a storage unit, in a tiny hectare of land, like, you have to love it first. Hector. Hector. Hector baby. Hector. Wow.
1: No, it's a good point. I mean, the history of California is cash crop farming. My uncle's a cash crop farmer up in Alexander Valley. He's had vineyards since the 80s, but before that it was apples, pecans, yeah. Yeah. Apple, you know, it was just a matter of It what? all used to be apples up there, right? Oh, yes. As far yeah. as the so I can Sebastopol see. Sebastopol was like all apples and like cat apples were in the White House in the 70s. Wow. Yeah. Look at that's that. my family How about Look at that? that. I know. Anyway, good stuff.
2: But <laughs> I digress. Now there's just an idiot in the White
1: House. <laughs> so tell Buzzing. us so tell us about your Austria trip. Oh, so we were in Austria. Um, each one of these trips, I've, I just just extract information from these winemakers. And so we met with uh, Stephanie and Edward Cheppa from Gutgau. Oh, uh, Gutgau! immediately
0: noticeable by the cool line
1: drawings of faces on each bottle. Yes. And it's supposed
0: to represent like the character of the wine? Correct. Well, the character of the
1: vineyard. A yes. Vineyard. So each character represents a particular plot of their vineyard, which... Um, I that rosé was a standout from last raw. Goudagau. There was a question upon which for us Americans whether Goudagau had um, well <laughs> is any legitimacy. But I am here to announce that they are one hundred percent hands on. Just one of the two of the most amazing people in the winemaking industry. Shout out to Gurga. Ever come across? Yeah. So buy it, get it anytime you can. We saw uh, Chepa. Um, we saw Andreas Chepa. Sorry. We saw Franz Strohmeyer. We saw Matthias Warnig. Um, we saw Christian Cheetah, who Ooh, is the legend. He is a legend, but the thing about all these guys collectively, they all kind of said the same thing. This is their passion, this is what they do. Sure. They're not doing it for right. the, you know. Which I think is,
0: you know, if you're thinking of Nacho Wine as like a movement, that's like an important part, obviously. Yeah. But
1: they're all kind of a, a little group out there in the Bergenland and Styria areas. The Bergenland. And the Bergenland is near the border. Correct. With uh, Hungary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing you're doing better on the geography than I was there.
0: I mean, I'm I'm dying to uh, to go out there. Are we went to the Czech Republic, too. Ooh, you know, I had that Nasturek, uh Ooh. recently, mm. and that was the first time I had Czech wine.
1: It was fucking great. I'm going to help the world. Nestorets.
0: That's what it is. Nestorets. Ooh, see? Miss no, I know. It's, we all it's did a Czech it. language. You know, they got we that. We all did it.
1: Nasterets. Nes- Nestorets. TZ. Like, do a TZ. Nestorets. Nasterets. Yeah, one of the beauties of my... Um, uh, my life is I get to meet these people how do I pronounce Right, please. You, you get it
0: right from the yeah, source yeah, 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 yeah. just it's just really, write it down I'm right. sorry no exactly. just tell it's me like, please hi so nice right. to meet
1: you I work for you I love your wines fantastic how do I say your name yeah exactly right, yeah. it's really a then I mean, they name. say it and you're just like I, yeah. phonetically yeah. Like, Milan Nestoretz is what so I say <sighs> yeah so Milan Nestoretz yeah so all these amazing people I get to kind of listen to and hear their philosophies and so my job is basically to try to bring back those stories the best right. that I possibly again, can again back to being a storyteller Try to, try to. I should bring pictures though of the. Oh yeah, vineyards. You
2: didn't stuff. bring a. You didn't bring a fucking slide, John, bro. I told you. We um, wanted a PowerPoint presentation yeah,
1: and I was we wanted to it, it on now. The Instagram. I brought this rock. It's from the, it's from the vineyard. Well, He's right. holding a cork, guys. He's no, lying to right. you.
0: <laughs> this, this is uh, limestone wow. from uh, would not a volcano even, in Sicily. Of course, they
2: would have seen, but my job, I'm like the Alex Jones of this podcast. Right. I'm the, I
0: tell the truth. I'm truth t- telling over teller. here. You might be a storyteller. We're truth tellers. <laughs> w- one thing I wanted to broach was I feel like we're kind of on. Now that natural wine has become a trend and a kind of a social commodity, mm. I feel like we're kind of on the crest of a massive natural wine expansion in L.A. you got a lot of places in the works. Yeah. There was a place in uh, Echo Park. We're here now. That's about to open called Tilda. You got another place, Voodoo Vin, over by Melody and Squirrel, that's about to open. We got a lot of shit that's in East the works. East opening up a new place. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, in, I mean, obviously, it's good for you, it's good for business. But where do you see the natural wine scene and the LA food scene and, and the expansion that's happening in the next five years? I mean there's uh Is it just all fucking you're like I'm out here printing money,
1: baby? I do. No
0: Everybody I, wants that skin contact, baby. Oh,
1: no. Maybe soon, maybe soon. We'll see. Um but no 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 no. It's I just do this for the love, for the passion. Sure. Um no, we are all prepared to go to a lot of our producers and to advise them on some different productions next year. We're gonna kinda cut down the rose, maybe increase the orange wine. Sure. It's really hard. You're trying to anticipate what people are gonna want and right. drink next year, but it's a it's from this time last year to this year, we have gone, we have probably done a 200% increase as far wow. as restaurants and people expanding their wine list and bringing sure. in these wines. And I'm hopefully we're going to get to a point where you can do conventional and natural side by side, sure. kind of see the comparisons and just... just Make it wine. Right. Just make it wine. But the
2: thing is, like, what does natural wine actually mean specifically to you? Because like, it it feels extremely broad. It's extremely
1: broad. You can ask ten uh, different and, people to and, get ten and, different and answers, and you'll get ten different answers. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
2: Like, what does it what does it mean to you? Because is saying natural wine like people will put natural wine here yeah. that is that's like a way to get
1: people in or is it a way to yeah, keep, no, it's a keep, con- keep people out no, like, yeah right it's a concern now and so some of the things we talked about some years ago was like we were joking we were like ha man if capitalists ever figure out what natural wine is we're screwed right, and it exactly. was funny then but now, now not, so, fun. now not so funny and there actually are a couple producers in Napa lately that have put the moniker on them because it is so loose and I know I know for sure they're it's not like,
2: it's like to right. me it's like as a chef it's like to me it's like, me, it's like organic Panic. It's right. like saying something like that. Almost boring. meaningless. It's, it's it's almost, almost meaningless. means nothing. So like right. when
0: you can when be I certified work. organic vineyard and not do any other natural, biodynamic, well, low intervention practice. When we we're talking yep. about wine, like I would I would prefer to use like low intervention or
2: vintner driven. Right, kinds and I, and I've kind of gotten of to wine, the right. point
1: where I'm I'm using certain bottles and certain labelings to kind of point these things out. That I maybe, guess it depends on the account. It depends on too. the account, and and like we said earlier, it depends on who you're talking to. I mean, for right. me, I really kind of do a very basic freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. There's some A P senior, there's some, you know. So to you it still is very broad. It's very broad, but you're gonna have your certain audiences that are gonna have different Right, get the different nuances of the different, and different terms things. and what you you're may wanna about. talk price point to somebody, you may wanna take the Will it ever become irresponsible to say natural. I money? think we're we're it's, getting close. It's dangerous. I'm hoping because there's a lot of honor in our world, and there's just that, and and time has proven over history that people that dishonor this industry will will get caught, they will get put right. out, they will. But there's always a out. way to monetize. Any, there's, always anything. T- there's always a way to monetize it. Absolutely, absolutely. But we're we're hoping that that's at least going to be kept at bay. I still think we need natural producers that can make bulk wine I would love to see a natural wine in Whole Foods I'd love to see right. more we of need it.
0: glue glue we yeah. need fucking quackable table wine
1: but I also think we need to maintain what the origins of this which were honest truthful right you know but isn't it more just about an education of what wine is sure yeah yeah I, I, yeah. I mean that's why Freaking. here's a question if I could have gone through college drinking wine I would have learned so much more <laughs> who is <laughs> the biggest piece of shit in LA wine scene wow
0: <laughs> no, I'm joking I'm joking Wow. Uh, no, okay. I'm you not. Might, I want to know. You might be talking to her. After the mic goes off, uh, we're going to start a Patreon and then it's you Carl. Get the fucking bonus it's Carl, episode.
2: everyone on. It's Carl.
0: Uh, you know, I, I would actually like you to speak a little bit about how uh, Amy Atwood came to be. Yes. and How she oh, yes. kind of. Yeah. Yes. You know, Amy's a major player in the game. You're a major player she's for her. She's a
1: huge player. She's,
0: she's a big driving force behind what's happening in LA right now. Can you just speak a little bit about, like, Amy and what she's done and how she's so done it. Amy
1: Atwood and- is a distributor importer based here in Los Angeles. She she, she started ten years ago this year. So uh, what year two thousand nine? Yeah, yeah, we're going. To- so in the context of natural wine in California, way right. way 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 ahead of the game. Veteran vanguard. They had a, there was really only one other importer distributor coming in at the time, and so they kind of came up to the air. So Amy was kind of all or, all on her own out here, and she was really um, kind of working with Jenny. Lef- uh, sure. Jenny and Francois out of New yep. York and was kind of working there and great so, importer. So she essentially I laughing, but she essentially like laid the groundwork for the first five, six years, and then I came in and just Right. And you're like, give me those rings. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's
0: make this <laughs> horse go faster, baby. Yeah. We can get more speed. I,
1: I did inherit a very nice position. You sure did. She, she did. But no, Amy Atwood is is without I've met Amy briefly at a wine event, she's a fucking sweetheart.
0: Shout yeah, out to Amy. Without
1: over you know, trying to define her, she's kind of legendary sure. in her context with Sure. Going on. Um, so I worked with her. I met her when I worked at Pallet Restaurant in Glendale. Do you remember that? I place? don't. Yeah, no. Pal- it, is yeah. Now, it is now Greyhound 2. Right. Yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, wasn't it Pallet Food and Wine? Pallet Food and Wine. Oh, and yeah. And yeah. it was a fantastic restaurant. It so was there
2: for a, for a while.
1: Yeah, it did. I think it did six, seven years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was relatively important to like. Exactly. Okay. It was. Large, oh, absolutely. Back, back what that, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was very important. There was nothing yeah. of that type of offering no. anywhere in the yeah. radius of that area at the time. Yeah. Uh, so Amy would come in there, taste wine, and I would just kind of be like, hey, I'm from Napa. Can I right. get in? And that that shit worked for years. You know, I'm wine royalty. I oh, grew it up work in anymore. a vineyard.
2: I'm from Modesto. How yeah. can I help yeah. you?
1: <laughs> Fresno, California. Hi, That's from, where I'm from. I'm from Chelchilla. Nice to meet were you. Were your parents in wine? No, uh, not in the capacity to... Where their hands
0: were dirty? Do, like, do hooligan teens in Napa High School, like, go behind the gymnasium and pound a Bordeaux?
1: Like, what's happening out there? People oh my god I'm gonna get in trouble no, no, sit, people sit, do sit, not drink like, wine no they're sitting like
2: oh, making their own they're
0: sick own. of it, uh, sick no, of it. Like, you know
2: it's funny like they're up there like like
0: huffing like glue or well you know what? it's funny that yeah, you say yeah. that it's like oh. you go to these wine <laughs> events and like all the winemakers are drinking like cheap Mexican beer they're like we're so sick of wine it's true it's <laughs> true. like true. this has way more flavor right. like there's no complexity all the Europeans <laughs> like, are like pounding tecates you know they're like this is what we want
1: I just spent this great weekend with four winemakers and it was was the Budweiser all weekend like at the end of the day they're like fuck man so much natural Fuckin wine. Right. Like, like fucking wine they're like mad about beer. It. yeah they just wanted a beer and a shot yeah I get it yeah I get that too um, so Amy out with yes Legendaria so um, she's gonna have her 10 year anniversary she's gonna be I'm gonna shout this out yeah shout Jason it out on, but Barb Bandini is gonna host her 10 year anniversary Woo-hoo. party
0: we, uh, awesome. we just did our, an episode On location Bandini
1: Yes Finest bar in LA Shout Great out bar. to Jason and the boys um, What date's that going to be? We're going to be on uh, Sunday November 3rd And
0: that's going to be In participation with Raw The yes, Natural Wine so, Fair
1: Yes Also I would encourage you To go to raw.com Buy tickets for Raw It's LA. not
2: expensive It's like 30
1: bucks Well if you're crazy. industry If you're industry Yeah, yeah. Oh it's industry. like what 40 bucks I guess mm-hmm. I mean, But if you're just a fan It's like 75 You can, It's it's worth it though it's Oh
0: no it. I've been Last few years And it's very very you're worth it You're literally going to get To touch some of I, I yeah. went with Carl, rubbing like, elbows with yeah, yeah, like legends yeah. like yeah. Doug Swim. Well, people. No.
2: I went with Carl last year, <laughs> and I was like, we were like walking through, and I was like, oh, hey, what do you want to do? Where, where, where'd you go? Where are you going, man? Like, where? <laughs> well, I was eating oysters And so then like, and then like three hours later, he'd be like, you want to go hit Dama? Let's go
0: get some fucking food, man. Joel gave up early last year. That well, was. I didn't oh, give up nice. early. I will say oh. this: you were drinking beers at Dama like three hours in. Well, I was having a good time. I, I didn't
2: say you life. weren't. I, 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 listen, L- 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 I the
0: beat of my own drum.
2: I these are these are the
1: these are the events where you figure out if you can right. be professional with the big in this boys, industry, or go and to dom and drink beers. And so, from ten to five, if you can sustain that and still take contact yeah. and keep a good. I think I have what it um, takes. To say it. Yeah, I, I, a, I want to see you, I dude. To see you no, I there. sip it and dump.
2: Like, he doesn't. He says he. I doesn't. made it through three after parties last year. No, no, no. But like, no, no. He you made went it. home. No, he made. Well, I went home because I have a fucking family, sure. dude. I'm like, sure. a, I'm married, man. Like, sure. I got a fucking You're family. Such a dick. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I do not have like a, a Thursday to spend like nine hours hanging out. Drinking it's actually
0: wine. a Monday.
2: <laughs> a Monday, Thursday, whatever. But I'm just like, No, the sip and dump.
0: The sip and dump served me very well last year, and I'll be doing
2: it again it, oh. it was definitely a difference between the, that year and the and the first year which is all hearsay and conjecture to me where i heard <laughs> that it was bad oh for my you God. that you were basically like the guy who was like everybody everybody get naked don't be shy it's I, gonna be great I, it's <laughs> Remember,
1: like eleven thirty <1130 laughs> in the morning then. and
2: you're like <laughs> carl you've had four glasses of wine.
0: Like, Please. i was like look i made it through three booths is that good <laughs> Ah oh, uh, crap! Amy they Atwood need, has really good advice. You
2: they glass, need glass more of wine, wine. Glass of water. Uh, they need more food there. That's the thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had oysters last year that were really good, but yeah, they need more, more food. food. More food. Glass, glass wine, glass food. food. glass of wine, glass I mean, of water is ooh. Glass of wine, glass of I'm nice. a huge, like I'm yes. a huge hydration advocate in general. So I'm drinking water left glass of wine, right. glass of water. Glass if you're wine, not glass peeing
1: water. clear, your danger is near. That's what I say. <laughs> so also when you go to these trips, like when we were in Austria, oh you got fucking pound. You're starting at 10 a.m. Sure. You, you. I mean, look. You get well taken yeah, care the of. The Austrians will rock you if you don't mm-hmm. come prepared. They, whew. and it's fucking. You know, the beautiful thing about this experience that you get to go is like everybody is so uh, gracious and welcoming to you being there that they will just right. Everyone's pouring heavy out. Everyone's, Everyone's bringing the heavy. hospitality. It's an eight course meal and a hundred degree. You're day in someone's at, fucking at, house. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's amazing, but there's definitely some moments where you're like, you have right. to eat right. that giant yeah. lamb shake after your six yeah, course. Sounds is, like heaven. Otherwise.
0: So you're Mom's saying you mad. have the best job in the world? I kind of do. I'm a storyteller who has to eat. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. this has been so fun. Uh, definitely join us at Bandini for that party. That's Sunday, November third. Yes, we uh, will in be in attendance. at one after party. I'll be relatively sober because I'll be sipping and dumping all day. I'll be Raw. extremely sober. I'm just gonna meet you there.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, this will be after Raw Fair. So do you have to buy
0: tickets for the after party or just show up at Bandini? Just show up. Just show up, baby. Just please come. Just wh- show whatever changes in your piggy bank. Yeah. Come we'll meet Amy. Do. We'll have All the European winemakers yeah. will be doing Coke and drinking beer.
1: Yes. And, uh, <laughs> or I'll be drinking
0: fucking Skin Contact Fernandes. Or just
1: only the
2: Spanish. Or they'll so the only be doing the former.
1: And the latter and really man, doesn't, it doesn't matter. really doesn't matter.
2: Anymore. We're going to have Coke. Shout out to the nation Coke, wine, Coke,
0: Coke. Uh, and a little bit of blow. I'm not gonna lie. Also, all, all natural cocaine. Too. Where can people? No sulfites. <laughs> no sulfites in that coke. Yeah. Where can people find uh, Amy Atwood on Instagram and the internet?
1: Oh yeah, hit a uh, check out at Amy Atwood uh, Wine mm-hmm. for most. And if you want to yep. kind of hang out with me at any of the events, I post stuff at Swimmy D.
0: At Swimmy D Swimmy on Instagram. D. Doug yeah. was at the Last moves Booch, sabering champagne and hitting the Perrone both in fine form. No. So I no, see this man no, action. No, yep. no,
2: no, here it comes. no, no. Oh, here we go. All right. So I have a problem with your perone. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no it, it I did something. Your Perrone. I have a problem with it. You wasted a lot of wine. Alright, okay. so the first Peroni well, hit,
0: he went too big. I went thank you. Yeah, Carl. Uh, he was on stage, so we were no, a little over excited. No, no, it doesn't
2: matter, like you're on stage, man. You're a fucking professional. You know why
0: Joel's saying this? Because he did the Peroni demonstration last show and and he didn't spill a drop. And I drank. So that's and the and record I, show. No, no,
2: and I was doing it and I breathed through the nose because I'm smart. <laughs> and I was going and going and going and people were like, Woo You know,
1: and he I heavy. hit I hit the part of the Right. Um, you hit
2: your uvula. I hit the part of the throat? <laughs> no, like, no, the uvula would be right up here. like uh, He's talking about, like, almost esophagus-esque. Right. Yeah, yeah, turn yeah, off incredible. the gag
1: reflex. I went, yeah, no, I gagged. I did, I gagged. I have experience. I'm well, we all, we all <laughs> know I, that. Yeah, just fuck No, I, mean, I just thought, no, I was just
2: like, that's like about three or four ounces of wine that are just, like, wasted on the floor. No, it's the best to be like, you hey, know, here's a
1: wine professional, right. blah, blah,
0: blah, blah. Right. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Yeah. So uh, He's really more of a storyteller,
1: yeah. really. You should see him tell a story. He nails that every time. Yeah. Well, here, watch this. I won't. I'll do <laughs> it
0: right it's, now.
2: It's it's literally like watching like NASCAR and like so, like a guy like crashes and you're like, you should be better than this, right. like man. Ah, like by himself, he didn't even hit me. He, he didn't even. Like, like I didn't dump. I happened? didn't spit. I've been drinking the whole time. All you got to do is
0: turn left, dude. Come on, like you know what's going on. Uh, well, this has been a goddamn <laughs> pleasure. Uh, please uh, follow Doug at Swimmy D on Instagram. SwimmyD. Follow the pod as always at YeahPod. That's why. I-P-P-O-D You can follow me At Carl Hess That's K-A-R-L-H-S-S Follow Mr. Joel Miller Over here At Joel David Miller Three names The middle name I'm a strong Jewish man Damn And right. uh okay. We'll fucking see you guys At Raw If you're smart See you at Raw uh, Thanks for listening Not Monday Night Raw We'll be back but next week Ra. uh Raw Fucking go drink Something delicious Oof